So, what are we doing in front of this tank? Ryan, we're like two samurai, really. And we need to have respect for each other before meeting in battle. And eating lobster is a battle, as you will soon learn. Is that a new shirt? Yeah. Your mom bought me some new clothes, which you didn't have to do. Right, because we all know you can get a lot of mileage out of a tank top. Hey, speaking of which, do you think I could pull off the wife beater? You know, switch up my look? Gotcha. You got your style, I got mine. Yep. Welcome to the Bro C, bitch. I'm your host, John Anderson, and joining me this week and all weeks, Tyler Treese and Alex O'Neill. Hello, gentlemen. Yo. Hi. Hello. Oh, I was expecting a little more out of you guys, so I, I, know, John, I, so I just like took going a, for the drink. So I just <laughs> took a sip of, of delicious seltzer water. Um, so we're back with episode five of the Bro C, which oddly enough, we're going to talk about episode five of the OC uh yeah the outsider Ooh. again double meaning um because there's like I think it's gonna be a little heavy-handed with that yeah there's like a first season there's like a guy who's an outsider well there are multiple outsiders in the oc the seth is an outsider and things happen things are gonna happen in this episode um the uh before we get to that i wanted to go ahead and say uh this week in oc history so okay. looking back at all the 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 hot events uh from September of 2003. Um first I'm going to look at um here are the here are the top 10 films of uh of September 5th 2003. Let me know if you've seen any of these. <clears throat> all right. Uh number 1 at the box office. Let's keep in mind that like September tends to be appreciated month for movie, right? So we've yeah. got uh Jeepers Creepers 2. Oh man! Not even the original film. Jeepers Creepers. Uh, Two. So that beat yeah. out uh, a de- debuting Dickie Roberts' former child star. Uh, well, uh, that a, deserved to be number. That's one. a well, David Dickie Roberts. That's that's knocking futs. Yeah, that's a fine movie. Uh, that's the, that's Dickie David Roberts. Spade, right? Yep. Yes. There's. Oh man, I remember that. Yeah. Um. So like sticking at number three after sixty-five days in release, Pirates of the Caribbean: The Curse of the Black Pearl. Movie made a the sh- first Pirates of the Caribbean money m- movie. No, money. wait, the Curse of the Black Pearl. How many? That's yeah. that's a couple deep, that's, right? That's the first that's one, it. and then there's, Jesus, I can't uh, keep track. Those, I hate Johnny Depp. I just find him just to be unwatchable. Um, number four is the <laughs> number four is the LL Cool J movie SWAT. LL Cool J oh, and yeah. Colin Farrell. Yeah, yeah and Sam Jackson's in that. I've seen yeah. that. I've seen I've seen many of these. Uh, number five. Freaky Friday. Oh, oh shit! Really? Yeah, uh, the remake with uh, with Lindsay with Lohan girl. and uh, what's what's the other girl? I don't remember the other girl, Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Thank you. Yes, I've seen Freaky uh, Friday. That is that is a uh, that's all right film. That's that's a fun romp. Number six is The Order. I don't even know. 
1886, classic. Yeah, it's a classic. It was, classic it was only from 20 minutes, 20 minutes long. It was a really weird movie. Yeah. Weirdly as Heath a movie, Ledger, Heath Ledger. Shorter. Okay. Heath, Heath Ledger and Peter Weller uh, were in that. Peter Weller? Uh, Optimus he, Prime was in that? <laughs> Peter Weller played Optimus Prime? That was Robocop. talking about, Alex. Peter Weller's Robocop, right? Nope. I don't know. Yes. Yeah, it's totally Robocop. Um, oh, yeah, see. yeah, that guy. Yeah. So then we've got Open Range, uh, Seabiscuit, which uh, I Holy think... Holy shit, Seabiscuit. So, okay, man, I'm trying to think... That's Oscar bait there, right there. There was some... So at this point, Seabiscuit had been out for quite a... Oh, yeah, no, I remember what it was. So I think uh, Seabiscuit came out in August of 2003, and uh, I went to go see Snakes on a Plane in August of 2003. A better film. Yeah, and I think a lot of people had purchased tickets to Seabiscuit, uh, people who were, you know, 14 and 15, and then gone into Snakes on a Plane, which hurt, uh, this really hurt the numbers for for Snakes on, those motherfucking snakes. God, that was the first time the internet really did a thing, huh? Yeah, right. I had a t-shirt bought for that movie before I'd even seen it, so I was was deep into the Snakes snakes on a Plane. Yeah. And then we've got uh, the <laughs> Kelly Rowland's uh, biggest film um, to date, Freddy vs. Jason. She's in that. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. And then uh, last is uh, Rest in Peace, uh, Brittany Murphy, uh, Uptown Girls. And I'm going to click in and realize that she's not even in this movie. Yep, Brittany Murphy was in that. Uptown Girls. Um, Good job. Brittany Murphy, Heather Locklear, Dakota Fanning slumming it. Um, and Mark McGrath is fucking in this movie. He's credited <laughs> as rock star. Oh, man. Mark McGrath. What a name right there. So elsewhere in the news, we've got uh, James Gandolfini won an, uh, an Emmy. Um, okay. He's a great actor. Big earthquake I, in Hokkaido. Uh, yeah. Uh Estonia approves joining the European Union. All right. What's happening in wrestling in 2003? That's what we all Oh wanted. my gosh, no, I was no. way checked out. You know, we'll maybe get to that on our uh on on next week's episode. That's a great idea, Tyler. Really, you know, you really mentioned synergizing uh across video games and wrestling fandom, Alex. So I think we're going to yeah, we're really going to bring that bring that home. I think yeah, we're going to bring it full circle. Oh my god, if you're a professional wrestler and you're listening to this and you want to be a guest bro on the Bro C, uh, we would welcome you with open arms. Guest bro is not gender specific. It's also worth noting to our female listeners, of which there are many, from what I understand. Uh, you can be a bro even if you're well, not a dude. Yeah, I think the Bro C is really like kind of a transcendent uh, podcast experience. Yeah. We're, 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 <laughs> we're just like a, a shining orb of light that's not gender specific. We're taking it back. We're taking the word "bro" back. Is what I'm saying. No girls allowed, though. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I mean, like, also true. Also, (laughs) but yeah, not not untrue. All genders welcome. Um, Let's talk about the OC. I want to know what was going on in Orange County in September of 2003. So. So we got episode five, The Outsider. Tyler, give me the uh, what is the the Hulu 
uh, description for this episode. So, Hulu says, Seth is eager to attend a party in Ryan's old neighborhood. Ryan finally works up the courage to ask Marissa out on a date. So, you know, we got stuff's happening here. Things are moving. I also don't think that's necessarily accurate. I thought the party was in Long Beach. Party, the first party's in Long Beach. There's a couple different parties. The second party. Well, no, there are three parties in this episode, yeah. One that we don't see. uh, One that Ryan and Seth go to. And then one that Seth goes to with Donnie. Uh, wait, no, and then one at the at Holly's Beach House. Yeah, that's the one that Seth goes to with Tommy. Oh, 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 oh yeah, 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 duh, yeah, you're right. Sorry. Yep. Derp. No Big old derp. There are three different parties, so it's kind of hard to keep up with them. So the, um, the way the episode starts off, uh, Seth and Ryan are, you know, hanging around out, out on the beach there. Eating lobster as, get some as teenagers do. <laughs> this episode... Again, like I, for some reason, I knew it would be special because it opens up with that scene of Seth looking at the lobster tank, and he's like, "I need to, I need to look at my enemy before we fight, before our battle." And I'm like, "This is it. This is this is. I'm in. I'm all in." This Seth is also asked Ryan if he could pull off a wife beater. <laughs> <laughs> Answer probably a no. No. I, Although I would love to see that. John Anderson, though, for for a fact, can pull off a wife beater. Yeah, we're, we're looking at it right now. now. I would yeah. say I would call um, it a tank top. I've I I have never struck my wife. <laughs> That's fair. I do you think I should wear my tank top for these episodes as well? Oh, I'd like to see what I mean, I've been doing yoga lattes, so look at these bad bears. You're looking have, you're looking good, John. Man, big pop a pump on this podcast. I, I, I gotta, think I've only ever seen you in person once. Genetic God. freak over here. Oh no! I was I and I was know. sloppy, freaking drunk, Alex. So yeah, it was uh, awesome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was, uh, I, I'll say you're looking good. And you were 17. Yeah, different world. Have we right? really Six only been ago. in the same place once? Oh my gosh! I was and 19. Tyler, I've, Tyler's never. I've never met in person, so we gotta fix that at some point. Yeah, when we do gonna, when we do gonna, a live when, event. When we're doing our our, our C tour. Um, oh my god! Uh, god willing, <laughs> dude. Don't get me started. Um, yeah. So what what's happening in Orange County? <laughs> Sorry. Well, no. So Ryan gets a job. Ryan gets a job at the restaurant. Yep. Yeah, because he's sick of freeloading. He's like, I'm gonna make some money. And uh, so, are you guys with me? I wrote my first note was like the Newport Beach restaurant is weird because it's trying to be a place, but it's not a place. You know what I'm saying? No, like, I have no clue what you're saying. <laughs> Like, like you know how like sitcoms and shows like this have places, right? Like the diner in Seinfeld. For example. Oh no, I yeah, I'm. It's a place, I'm you know. But the I feel like the diner is more of a place, or the right the diner is was a place in the like first the, three episodes. Yeah, and again, like the that's like my one problem with the first season is like struggling to find like a place, right? Never really finds it outside like the pool house and the cones. There's house. a. What about that awesome lounge at their high school that like looks like one of those fancy Starbucks, like a Starbucks? Yeah, reserve? yeah. Well, well, like once you get to school, like you, you, it's easier to find a place, right? Because you're there all the time. But like, especially like outside of school. And how is this Until, restaurant succeeding? There are four tables there. There are like four tables there, uh, and nobody ever like ever, they sell lobster there. Like what's going on? What is this place? What is it's this budget by, it's by the lobster? sea, man? Yeah, it's it is weird lobster. how 
how centralized this like kind of weird restaurant is for for the next few episodes um you know everything's sort of happening here ryan's working there marissa shows up with summer and then but summer just is using that as a as a pretty crappy way to to get luke and and summer sucks at this point she really sucks yeah, yeah summer sucks does. right now she's a she's a sucky sucky person it's worth mentioning that uh we're introduced to ryan's co-worker donnie at this point. Donnie Stefan from the Vampire Diaries. It's worth noting. Donnie uh, uh, like, is showing him the ropes here. He starts talking about. Talk, uh, uh, he seems like a cool guy at first. I wouldn't say he's a, a good he guy. Seems like a, a he seems cool. like a chill dude. Like he seems like he ain't trying to mess anything up. Like he doesn't right. seem like a guy who's just like pull a gun out on you. You know? No. Yeah. He does no. Not he doesn't seem he like does, gun toting guy. <laughs> he doesn't seem that way at all. I just got to be like at this point. Uh, ten minutes into the episode, um, if you were gonna, would you call him good guy Donnie? I'd call him like chill dude Donnie. Like again, yeah, he's, he's not a bro. He's, not, he's a bro. Yeah, he's a bro. He's he's not outwardly a good guy. He's not a bad I, I, guy. I would be cool. He's the guy. He's just a dude. He's, he's a big dog. The big dog he's, Donnie. He's he's Roman Reigns adjacent. He's Roman yes. Reigns adjacent. Exactly. If Roman uh, Reigns like held guns like sideways. Yeah. So, jeez. No, there's no... We haven't... No. There's no gun No. Yet. But, like, you... I honestly, like... But you at this point, you have to be a little suspicious about him. Like, the frequency with which he says honeys to refer to women is really yeah, suspect. I thought that... It's uh-huh, weird, right? It was... The, during, in the OC... During no, but, like, no one has said honeys in this show at all yet. I, and I, no I, one ever said honeys ever. Let me tell you. life. I, I I was macking with some honeys right before we did this podcast, all right? And uh, you know, it happened. And the way you say it, Tyler, I just I believe you so implicitly. This is my Thank note you. that I wrote. I said it's weird that Stefan from the Vampire Diaries is a busboy and also that he pulls a gun. <laughs> it is, is it's <laughs> my second note there. It's a so little yeah, Marissa weird. and Summer walk into the restaurant. Um, oh, but here's the thing. And Donnie refers to. Oh, yeah. So, sorry. Have we gotten to when Luke shows up at the restaurant yet? It's gonna happen. So, Summer and Marissa are talking, and then it turns out that Summer had invited Good Guy Luke to the restaurant. He, and here's then Summer my thing. just runs off. She runs off. In defense of Summer's action, this is like the first thing she does for someone else, right? She's trying to be nice. Yeah. She's try. She's doing a terrible job. Yes. Uh, but she invites she invites Luke to the restaurant so her and Marissa can talk because she's like I haven't talked to anyone. Someone's like, well, that's not good. Uh, so I, she's trying, right? Yeah, I uh, don't. I'm not gonna give her. Su- I'm not gonna give her a A for effort on this one. There, uh, young Alex. I mean, this she pretty- still gets a C for effort, but <laughs> uh, she's she's done something that isn't all about. So her. we find out that Donnie doesn't like Luke. Uh, he, he he has a quote here. He says that. Luke is a water water polo playing bitch who wouldn't last two minutes in Corona. Um, what? Which where is, is Corona? Is uh, this apparently near near Chino? I'm guessing because this is this is how Donnie and uh, and um, Ryan initially and Ryan bond, bond because they're both from yeah. they're both wait, outsiders. Wait. John, are you, are you telling me that Corona is Chino adjacent? It's probably literally Chino adjacent. Good. 
I'm glad I'm using the lingo correctly. Also, I'm gonna put this out there: these guys don't look super tough. You know, they're very they look very boy band esque. Um, yeah. and I I don't I don't like being being told that they're real tough guys. Um, the knowledge that that one or more of them could be strapped, um, would make me think they're t- tougher. Yeah, like like you wouldn't expect Joey Fatone to be like pulling a gun on you. Are you talking like yeah. like about Ryan and Donnie? Yeah, they don't look that tough, man. I think Ryan looks like a tough guy. He looks like someone he, I wouldn't want to fuck with. Ryan is beautiful. He looks like he looks like somebody I would want to fuck with. I will okay. because of how beautiful he is. He yes, is, exactly. He is beautiful. I agree. I'm just saying, like you know, when he's got the tank top on and the shirt on, like he looks like some dude that would probably be able to hurt me very badly. <laughs> but is that saying much? Alex, you no, are the you're, you're you right. are the baby faced <laughs> member of the the brosy boy band, the yeah, Joey McIntyre, I mean, if you will. You both got the ability to grow facial hair, and I don't. And I I just want to say, like, listen, <laughs> gosh, I could save money on here. razors. Yeah, like that would be you great. have the yeah, oh, yeah you're the one to be envious first. of here. Um, so I Luke's will look trying young to, forever. But, uh, so, to like. But Donnie also refers to Luke as that Abercrombie and Fitch wearing bitch, which is <laughs> uh, he's not both wrong. A, both a funny rhyme, and then the fact that that Luke actually did model for Abercrombie and Fitch, and that's how he was discovered for this program is is a funny a funny aside. Oh wow, that's awesome. That's great. yeah, dude. And all the like, so all the like. Go back and look at some Abercrombie and Fitch uh, ads or promotional materials from the early two thousands, and it's uh, it's very, Rough. very sexual. It's <laughs> very, yeah. There's a lot of shirtless rugby playing and and stuff. It's cool, Good man. One. In hindsight, like it was kind of weird to realize that people like Luke were buying that shit in troves, like a homophobe Luke. But it's it's interesting. Yeah, I guess uh, not that interesting. Luke... If you guys don't want to talk about, it, sh- no, I, I, it is interesting. No. I just I never thought of it that way. So Luke pisses off Marissa by uh, mentioning that her dad stole money. Uh, she leaves upset. She's like, "Good job, good guy, Luke. Actually, not good guy, bad guy, Luke. Bad guy, Luke. Is, Luke is so dumb that he can't even hold his tongue. Like he's like, well, it's your dad who stole all the, oops, <laughs> oops." <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. To defend Luke here, like, he just said facts. Like, it wasn't like he was saying something untrue. Like, he was just laying down factual statements here. Listen. Marissa I... doesn't need to hear the truth. She will never hear the truth. Marissa is a 16-year-old girl and just found out her dad is a terrible person. And keep in mind, like, we don't, we haven't seen this really yet, but Marissa and her dad are really close, like closer than she is with her mom so she really likes her dad so i feel like that's like that's a rough thing to go through um i think in that interaction like i think one of the best lines luke has is like talking about stuff is just gonna get us all bummed out like oh my god jesus like privilege bro just ignore ignore all of that yeah that was that was so but it's also kind of true because talking does just get you bummed out I mean, we're just sitting here talking about the I'm OC, bummed, and I'm I'm bummed right and now. I'm really happy. <laughs> uh, I mean, I do wish I was living an OC life, but the that's so the point. 
so he, there's like this interaction. I'm, I was watching these ones with my wife, and um, there's like this scene. Tell me if I'm skipping ahead uh, here, uh, Tyler. There's like the that Seth and Seth and Donnie and uh, and Ryan are all are all chatting. Oh yeah, well, I should no. mention that Seth comes down, and then uh, but Ryan already had plans to hang out with Donnie, and um, so they end up going uh, together out. So does does Seth call Donnie or sorry does Donnie call Seth son during this interaction? I swear I thought I heard this. Probably. I don't, I don't remember hearing that. That sounds like something that would be in. It sounds Donnie's like something he would hand. say, but that's also like us and how like that's how more modern yeah. folks. Talk yeah. Well, no, I mean, like, but like, I meant it like, like he's like shitting on him a little bit, like, hey, this kid's a kid, and we are cool. We are cool older teenagers. They're gonna go hang out with strippers. I feel like uh, dancers. Thank you very much. Yeah, dancers, dancers. erotic dancers. Uh, I, I don't remember them saying "son," I, but I, I don't know. So I'm not sure. That's a good question. And how, I have a note here. Kids talk. <laughs> I have a note here about Seth's uh, iPod. Um, he is. It is very large. It's a large, um, um thing. IPod? Yes. Um, I didn't even see his to, iPad. I totally missed it. Was, it. it was pretty big. Um, and at some point, like, yeah, it's, it's a big iPod. Yeah, I mean, it's like 2003. That's closer to the original iPod with like the four buttons and everything on it and everything. So those are big. Those are big monstrosities. If you could give me a chronology of of Apple products uh, at some point in this uh, this the run in of this, this show, show? yeah, uh, that'd be really good. Um, but the party, the only thing I noted about the party that Ryan and Seth and Donnie ended up going, uh, going to was, uh, great use of black eyed peas. I just wrote that down. I told you guys this about before wait, we kind of started. Wait, this. we're not, we're not even close to that party yet. Oh, are we we're not? Okay. I, I, th- I thought that was the party that they were going to. No, was, this is just, uh, Ryan and, uh, oh yeah, the Ryan, the, f- the Ryan party. And then yeah, Seth, they don't, like, they don't share this. And then the next day starts. And Ryan runs into Marissa while going to work. Ryan asks Marissa's out. She says she can't go out, but she's like, I'm cooking mac and cheese later if you want to have some For of that. For Caitlin and her. Yeah. Again, so, like, does they Caitlin have, exist? They're going to have a date instead. Um, so then Ryan Ex- blows off Seth again so he can go hang out with Marissa. But then Seth's like, you know what? I'm going to hang out with Donnie because they no, become here- bros. He doesn't blow off Seth. Seth He's like going to blow off Seth. He, no, well, Seth's cute puppy dog comes to Ryan after after work. He's like, "Oh, I'm in town. We could totally hang out now." But Ryan's like, "Oh no, I had, I made plans. You should have asked me to hang out first. Yeah. Uh, so Ryan's concerned, and he goes he goes with Donnie and Seth for quote an hour. Quote unquote. And uh. There's like a B story during this episode where Jimmy and Sandy are going to be working on. Yo, Jimmy case. and Sandy are broing out. This is important. Well, because yeah, well, uh, growing... Jimmy, Jimmy and Sandy are broing out because uh, Kirsten and the Noopsies and Julie are off on a on a retreat, and I think one of these ladies is from Melrose Place. Um, but that's gonna show my age a little bit again. Um, but so so those are the, the the B and C stories. Is like these these rich white women trying to tell Julie she needs to get uh, divorced while Kirsten's sticking up for him. I have a note here about Kirsten's uh, two way pager. 
She is a two-way pager. <laughs> Holy shit, really? Yeah. I didn't uh, notice that. Yeah, she's like, that was how you texted back then. Okay, John, can you explain something for me? <laughs> can you explain me how a one-way pager works? Okay, so I had one of these in uh, in high school. So, <laughs> okay, so honest to God, I am too young to understand this. So, okay, so you have this, you have a phone number, right? And you okay. give it to your friends, and your friends would call. They would call the phone number, and then there would be like a beep, and then they could enter in, uh, like a phone number, like ten digits, right? And then hang up, and then the that message would come to my little my pager, and I would look at it, yeah. and I'd be like, "Oh, I have to, I should call this number." <laughs> what? No, no, no. So then I would no, no. So I'm not kidding. So then I would stop. I would like stop my car, and I would put a quarter in the uh, payphone, and I would call that phone number, and it would be one of my friends. So. What if it was just some number, though? I would call why, that number. Why would they waste that call? Yeah. So they wouldn't be able to call you because they wouldn't have your pager number. So yeah. I would give like I would give people my pager number, and then they would page me, and then I would call them. That is so. That's just really weird. It was like fifty dollars for the year. <laughs> that is. Uh, I mean, that's not bad. That's I mean, I'm older nice. than Alex, so I'm not really weirded out by the pure concept of a pager i'm kind but, uh, of like i'm a little weird so unnecessary <laughs> yeah well, yeah I it's didn't, a little I didn't, weird i didn't have a cell phone you gotta cell you phone. gotta remember nobody had cell phones they were yeah, super expensive that. like i'm because my the, parents were that pagers and i just didn't understand like can you send text messages with them and they're like no i get a number that i call i'm like how well who do you how do you know who that is it's like i don't know who it is i have to call them <laughs> can you not remember a time before caller id Alex, no, I can't. It's just it's very weird for me now. Okay, yeah. So remember back when you used to answer the phone and not know who it was, and now just yeah. know if if you see a number you don't know, nobody picks up. Like what the fuck happens in an emergency at this point? Yeah. Hey, yeah, I I found this person dead. I, I don't know. That's that's a bad example. But like, I answer the phone no matter what. If I'm not in a meeting, I'm answering that phone. I don't care if it's an eight hundred yeah, number I mean, bill collector. I'm talking to you. Yeah, like if somebody call if the same number calls twice, I always answer. Typically, if it's like I I don't take the risk on the the first call unless I re- recognize area code. This but, is a good uh, this is a good thing to keep in mind for pranking Alex. Yeah, <laughs> just call twice and he'll definitely just pick call up. twice. Everyone out there listening to the Brucey, call my pager. Oh my gosh! Uh, anyway, I wonder if you can next? still get it. I wonder if you can still get a conventional pager. I bet you could. There's no reason why you couldn't. But who's offering that service? Like, is 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 freaking Verizon still like Amazon. have their pager I'm going stuff? To Amazon right now. Yeah, it's pager. it's all it's but they're it's all cl- it's cloud connected. It's a cloud connected pager. It's a cloud connected pager. Yo, these are expensive. It's <laughs> stop it, stop it right now. All right. So okay, anyway. so. They go to the they go to this like the lit ass party in Corona, right? Or is it no Long Beach? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Long Beach. And, and like they have, they're playing um, the 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 unedited version of the Black Eyed Peas classic. Uh, what is it? Get started. Yeah, let's get it started. 
yeah, that's that's real. Man, they played all. They said or they said that like six or seven times. Yeah, oh, it's, it's let's yeah, get it's, retarded. it's in the chorus. Yeah, it's the the song is let's get retarded. Yeah, as in like messed up on drugs. Yeah, yeah. and alcohol. And then like there, yeah, there's the radio edit that's let's get it started. Um, it's super weird that that song was like even allowed to exist even in 2003. Yeah, uh, but I do enjoy the crazy honeys. Man, I feel like the vibes with Donnie just get progressively worse and worse and worse throughout this episode. It's Long Beach, well, yeah, not it Chechnya. Get better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's gonna build to a head for sure. Um, yeah, it's just like hmm, this is what like those honeys. The honeys line it just got to me. So Ryan, uh, he's late to Marissa's, so uh, he's getting ready to leave. And uh, at first, Seth doesn't want to go because he's he's uh, talking to some honeys himself. Um, but Ryan convinces them, and then right as they're leaving, they overhear someone just demoed a Range Rover, which is what Seth was driving. Yeah, they Oops. drove the Range Rover to that party, and it is not, uh, it is not in good shape anymore. And then there's there's a scene with Jimmy and Sandy where they are playing Dynasty Warriors now. Yeah, and there's just the most awkward scene ever. Where, uh, John, I want you to read this with me here because uh, I feel like you're the Jimmy Cooper to my Sandy. I'm the Jimmy Cooper. Okay, can I, can I be Sandy? Do you want to be Sandy? Okay. Uh, yeah, I want Alex I want you, and uh, Alex and John. I, read it. I no, I want you two too. I want you two. Okay. I right. we, I I'll be I'll be your Jimmy Cooper. Okay. Are we old? Cuz if I didn't know better, I'd swear I was still 16. Oh, I'm still 22. It was the best year of my life. Why 22? It's when I met Kirsten. And why 16? It's when I met Kirsten. And then it just super awkward. Dude, yep. who the, f- what the totally fuck is solid. wrong with you, Jimmy? Why would you yeah, say right? that? I was, I was thinking, like, watching that, I'm like, who fucking says that to what? a person's husband? What is this newfound honesty? Like, because you've made a, you've built a, a, uh, a house of cards glued together with, with massive lies, and now you're just going to, like, say anything that comes to mind? That's really hurtful, dude. Yeah, that's messed up. So since Ryan doesn't show up to Marissa, she's mad at him and won't return his calls. And then Seth tells Ryan, sorry I salted your game, which was a, a great stitch back, I thought. Yeah, I'm super glad that they 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 made that work. Like, um, And I'm trying to reintroduce that into my everyday lingo. Salted game. No, salted game is, is a good thing. Mm, it's delicious, like salted caramel. Like salted caramel. I do. So, John, you were talking about this earlier where all the girls are kind of catting around. And uh, Kirsten kind of has a moment to shine here after Veronica says, like, tells Jolie that she'll get their divorce attorney's number. Oh, and she puts Mm -hmm. all those those women on blast? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's like, all all of you are disasters and I hate you all. Kirsten says, I can't believe you're encouraging this. When your husband was caught popping his secretary, no one gave you the number for a divorce divorce attorney. <laughs> Taryn Baker then says, Kirsten, that was very uncalled Wait, for. Wait, are there enough women? Replies, are there enough women to where I, we, could, I, we could assign this, this out? Because I really like this scene. Uh, let me see. No, there's four of there's them. There's too many. Yeah. Unless right. somebody, is somebody versatile enough to play multiple roles. I mean, all right, I so but, I'm gonna. Right, I'll play. Right. Okay, I'll play random. I'll play random friends. Uh, Tyler is Kirsten, 
and uh and Alex is Julie. Oh yeah, I'm Julie. <laughs> so when we get back, I'll get you that divorce attorney's number. I can't believe you're encouraging this. When your husband was caught popping his secretary, no one gave you the div- number to the a divorce attorney. Kirsten, that was very uncalled for. No, what was uncalled for was your $500 a day coke habit in college. It was only sophomore year. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fuckload of cocaine. Sorry. <laughs> Besides, what Jimmy did was wrong. He stole. Oh, spare me. You have an entire Guatemalan family cleaning your house for less than minimum wage. I've spent this entire weekend listening to you women judge Jimmy. Yes, he made a mistake, but life is hard and none of us is perfect. Not even you, Julie. What's that supposed to mean? He didn't buy ponies and jewelry for himself. God damn. Kirsten is queen. Dude, I mean, she slayed right there, but, like, she is not in the right for defending Jimmy either. Yeah, no, no. Like, like, that's not just a mistake you make. Again, no one is really recognizing that Jimmy did, like, a really bad wrong thing. Yeah, except so. for the except for the dude that punched him in the fucking face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the arbiter and of the justice, uh, Holly's dad. <laughs> oh yeah, and the federal government. And Sandy's trying to like give this jabron some hard truths while they're playing golf. But like, this guy's just not. It's not that. It's not even that. Like, well, no, obviously it is that he that he lost all that money. But he's also just like still in fucking denial at this point. Yeah, dude, he is, like, not, it's not sinking in for him. And, like, not even until the end of this episode does it really sink in for him. Yeah, um. But, like, they're playing. He does help Seth inside his house to talk to Marissa. And, uh, Seth apologizes to Marissa and says that he was the reason why she got stood up. And then, uh, he convinces Marissa to go out on another date with Ryan. So, like, at least, at least Jimmy let, let Seth into his house. And nothing can go wrong from here on out. So that's. Um, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's really good. So, uh, <laughs> Seth and his new friend Donnie go to that Newport beach party at Holly's house. And Ryan's not really happy about it, but he's going to cook for Marissa. He's making some grilled cheese sandwiches. Um, and there's like a really long scene where Marissa's trying to fix her hair in the mirror for about, it goes on for like three minutes. For like six years. Yeah, it's and she like brings the hair down. She's like, "This looks okay." Yeah, and Ryan's like, I "Want a grilled cheese sandwich?" Oh, and- dude, can we talk about how much I want Ryan Atwood's grilled cheese sandwich? It looked really good. Um, Is that like a sexual entendre, or what's going on here? I mean, it could be whatever you want it to be, baby. So I think. <laughs> so I'm not exactly sure when this line was said, but I have it like in my notes circled around i want to kind of drill in on this real quick back to the mm-hmm. uh the ladies away um mm-hmm. storyline so uh julie says to kirsten after i was it after she gets caught on the phone or, or something like that uh so who would have known that jimmy getting me pregnant was the best thing that ever happened to you so yeah is the in is the is it is it being implied that uh, Jimmy cheated on Kirsten with Julie at some point, or what is? Do we? I need to know the 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 history of the 
Jimmy, Kirsten, Julie, Sandy uh, dynamic here. No, that that actually makes a lot of sense, uh, what you're saying, John, because if Jimmy was dating Kirsten when he was 16, right, and then let's say Sandy didn't meet Kirsten until they were both like 22, uh, then he could have left Kirsten to go knock up Julie. And then she was single and then met Sandy. So, because I, when I heard that line, I'm like, what does that mean? I didn't understand it. Because, like, was um, it, is the implication that if, if, I uh, think that is the implication. Yeah. Yeah. I think the implication is that when they, when Kirsten and Jimmy were dating, he cheated on her and then had to end up with Julie to take care of the child. Is that what you're tracking as well, Tyler? That's, yeah, that's what I got. That, out of it. that makes the most sense. I so, think of that. why the fuck is Kirsten defending him? Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, like, who, yeah, who knows? If her life was so drama filled, like all these OC kids, maybe they were on a break. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's true. We were on a break. Yeah. Uh, and I got somebody pregnant. I like. I don't know. It's, it's you know what. Speaking of a break, this is a good segue. Um, uh, <laughs> Seth and Donnie get to the party, and good guy Luke is uh, sad and drinking. Yeah. But then Holly comes over to him, and she oh, wants some water polo comes loving after Holly. He's not a bad guy. They're and, on um, a break. Yeah, they're, they're broken break. up at this point. Also, I'm just going to put uh, this out here. Like, Holly is way more attractive than Marissa. Yeah, yeah. she is. She's she's a very pretty young lady. I will say that. And much. you know what? Good guy, Luke. It, he's going to give it to her. He, he decides to move on. He's going to leave the past uh, in the past. Yeah. He's going to Mar- get, some, get some Holly. I kind of agree know, with Tyler on this. Like, Marissa broke good guy Luke's heart. And, uh... And Holly was there to pick up the pieces. You know, you're yeah. you're you're swinging me around on this because Marissa was all like, "I want to be with somebody else, even though I'm with you right now." And Luke was like, "Well, that sucks." Yeah, uh, I mean, it's it, later. It's later on in this this character arc. So I don't understand Luke how Luke is supposed to be the bad guy, Alex. Like, while well, Marissa is like doing sexy pool flirting with Ryan. <laughs> Yeah, and th- th- right. this happens right afterwards. They're in the again, pool yeah. again. It's 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 my whole thing of like knowing what's coming next and bringing that into what I'm thinking now. You're right. Bad guy Luke didn't. Good guy Luke didn't do anything. I'm just gonna. Keep All right, bad guy Luke. Just, just, Team good guy Luke. We need to get shirts made. Hashtag good guy yeah, Luke. We do. Yeah. Hashtag so, bad guy Luke. Tweet it. Tweet at Alfighter27 with hashtag bad guy Luke if you're on my side. So in my notes, I have Ryan Marissa fall in the pool and play water polo. I guess <laughs> I don't really know the rules. I'm pretty sure that's what water polo was. I have a question. Um, speaking of Luke making out with Holly, I, I don't know if this stuck out to anyone else. What the fuck was he doing with his hands during that scene? <laughs> I, wasn't, it, I wasn't looking at his hands. I it, at of course Holly. not. This he's like it looks like he's like trying to unclip her bra, but she's wearing a shirt, right? So there's nothing to unclip. And then like, we've already he, established Luke's not very bright, so maybe he yeah, he was but he's he's doing that like kind of like his hands are together doing the animation, and then he like shakes his hands like out like this, and then he does it again, and then he shakes his hands, and he does it again, and he shakes like, his hands. I like how you act like it's a video game, like the animation went haywire. Yeah, well, that's what it looks like. It looks super <laughs> weird. So I, I get a, uh, I get a few like a, additional ner- notes around this like party thing like yeah because yeah. like first of all Luke super bad at uh, sex stuff um, at the sex stuff just the yeah. worst this is like obviously this is why well, you it's and, not like Mar- as we'll find out next episode it's not like Marissa's giving him any practice here well yeah but well, like it's no he's wonder because he's, he's got all the smoothness 
of uh well somebody who's bad at sex stuff yeah well he's only ever been with marissa and they haven't had sex so like this is i guess the first time he's getting real sexy but like sex so. stuff like i mean like you know, like and making out and foreplay, and it's quite like I mean, I think it's insinuated that he has cheated on her um, previously. It's insinuated, but we don't know for sure. Yeah, I think we we're don't trying know. to stay on the we we we're only we only know what we see so far, right? But here's when you know Donnie's a bad guy, like when he shows up to that party with a chain wallet. Oh yeah, <laughs> like. And, and his, he's got his, like, bros who also have wife beaters and chain wallets on, so... And, like, the guy has, like, the necklace with, the like, the little metal balls together. Yeah. Bad these sign. Are, Bad these, sign. Are not, these are not good guys. Um, <laughs> unlike Luke. <laughs> unlike Luke, who's apparently the goodest guy. He's the goodest. And then uh, I have... Let's see. It says, Ryan and Marissa date slash pool splashing dash romance. <laughs> <laughs> romance that's good very descriptive <laughs> so that is what happened so oh can uh, we we totally skipped the scene what? i totally forgot no we skipped the scene uh when seth goes and asks marissa to uh forgive ryan and go on a date with oh no we talked we talked about, talk about that we talk about yeah i did so, want to point out there i guess i had to respond to something uh i did want to point out there like, that was, like, the first time. It's one of the few times you ever see Seth, like, doing something totally selfless for someone else. Uh, again, like, good guy Seth. Trying to be good guy. Guys, it's, Seth does some good stuff. I mean, he's got a... He does get, some good stuff, but, like, he, it doesn't happen as often as I would like. Uh, so... At least in... Yeah. Seen, so, so uh, the, like... So, at the party, at some point, like, Seth... Like, basically, Seth is having a conversation with Donnie, and... uh Donnie points to the gun in his waistband and says, life is what you make it. Yeah, dude. And the gun is like pointing right at his dick, too. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it's going to be a Plaxico Burris situation. <sighs> oh, man. Never forget. So, like, yeah, I, I have in my notes, Donnie takes a bad guy turn. He shows it to <laughs> Seth after some kids mad dogged him. Which is not a phrase you hear very often anymore. Yeah, but, right. It, but it, we do get some continuity uh, because it, I, you're going to hear Mad Dogged again in the show. Yeah. So Marissa's as they go back to the the pool scene. Marissa's cold, and Ryan's warming her up with a with a towel, and they get like really close together, and it looks like they're going to kiss. And, and they the don't. phone rings. <sighs> Stupid. And it's Seth. Seth totally cock blocked his boy. Um, oh my god, my my wife, game dude, here. my wife said that too. Uh, we were watching this. He's like, Seth is such a cock block. I'm like, Katie, Katie, Jesus, Jiminy, Katie, they, they what are you saying? There, and then Seth just comes in there. To be fair, um, Seth brought a guy with a gun to a party with yeah, a bunch of super. At least he cock blocked him for a good reason. Yeah. Because Seth goes, Hey, uh, I, th- I think Donnie's kind of a psycho. <laughs> It's I think Ryan. Stefan from the Vampire Diaries is here to kill all of us. Yeah, Ryan leaves to go pick Seth up because nothing good's going to happen. So, good guy Luke's getting it on with Holly. I, I wrote good for him. Then Donnie breaks a fucking blender like an asshole. Like Seriously, an asshole. and that's probably a he nice stop, ass he blender. He stops the too. sexy time proceedings. Yeah, and Holly Holly time. leaves, and Luke is like, I'll be right behind you. It's anyway that like oh, he has give me to, a minute. I have to fucking crank I have to, this out real quick. <laughs> I have to wait for this erection to leave. 
Because uh, yeah, right. I am a teenager doing sex stuff, so I was very, very hard. <laughs> he, he was throbbing. He was l- oh. literally all the blood in his left arm had left. <laughs> so after- <laughs> he stroked out from how much uh, blood is in his, his penis right now. <laughs> Pretty much. He had a an a- small aneurysm. <laughs> he makes his way downstairs after a few minutes there. And he's, uh, he, he had Don to tuck to it into his waistband. <laughs> yeah. So now they both straight out of slip both, He's not Donnie's not the only one with a loaded gun. <laughs> <laughs> what up, good guy Luke? You're doing all right. You're doing all right yourself. Oh my god, poor Luke is is uh I can only imagine where his brain's at right now. Teenagers. He just comes down with a history textbook covering <laughs> Yeah, he's just Uh, so, so Donnie, uh, could you leave? <laughs> I'm uh, yeah. to read, read Luke, my, could do you, my history could you homework. Just get out. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Donnie, Donnie's not receptive to this idea, and he pulls out his gun and he's holding it sideways. He pulls out his gun? Are you kidding me? He's in a fight with a preppy water polo dude at a preppy girl's house, and he pulls out a gun like so, a crazy person. So, and and Donnie's so, Donnie's talking to Seth during this, and he's like. He's like, he's like, because Seth is trying to like make the conversation, you know, cool the situation off. And, um, (laughs) oh my God, I love your notes, Tyler. It says Donnie pulls a gun, holds it sideways like a G, which is true. (laughs) It's real true. But, but, uh, Seth is trying to defuse the situation and, you know, Donnie's like, oh, you're telling me this, this guy doesn't treat you like crap. And Seth, you know, uh, Seth says, uh, yeah, Luke is definitely flawed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which uh i think is a, is a pretty good oh he's like because donnie's going off on how how uh how luke talks down to seth and and treats him like crap yeah he acts like he owns the place he says this is very much like the um like if you ever watch like kids cartoons or like other i mean there are other family shows as well like when like the kid who's getting bullied gets like a bigger bully <laughs> basically and then it goes too far this is exactly that, except with a gun in a preppy party. Yeah, beach house. T- yeah, totally is. Um, so then Ryan finally shows up, and I don't know why you would ever do this. He doesn't like go for the gun, but he tries to like tackle Donnie down instead, and this just causes the gun to discharge, which like anybody could have like predicted was going to happen. Yeah, but like if you go for the gun, then you might get shot. So, well, somebody still got shot here. Like. It yes, was not a very good move by Ryan. There is no right solution to this. Okay, <laughs> like I don't know. Obviously, they didn't know Donnie for long, but Donnie was Donnie's response to the gun going off was like, "Dude, why did you do that? I wasn't gonna shoot him. I'm not a fucking idiot." Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> his finger on the trigger. Yeah, so who knows there? No, but, no, uh, it's, the gun it, goes off. Donnie has piss poor trigger discipline. I mean, like. Um, that's day one <laughs> shit, bro, of, like, being... I don't know, if you were actually gonna shoot somebody, though, you wouldn't be holding it to the side. You yeah, know what no. I mean? Like, that's yeah, straight up like, threatening people, these not... Ki- these I'm kids don't know how to actually use guns. Come Dude, on, I'm gonna guys. put this out here, like, Donnie, like, seriously never intended to shoot Luke. Donnie has never shot. I don't think so. He's never shot anybody. He's, like, good... I'm a good He's guy. He's the guy who buys him. the gun to look tough. Yeah. yeah, so he shouldn't have bought bullets, though. That was a bad idea. Because he fucking shot Luke. Idea. Him and Ryan he shot, shot Luke. Luke in the arm. In the arm. It should be noted. In the, it was his right arm, not his left arm. We don't have to worry about arteries. He's going to be okay, guys. 
There are no arteries in your arms too. Is there are no charteries in your in your in your? I'm not sure about Alex's medical knowledge, but um, this is a major artery in your left arm. This is literally all I know. Okay. Oh, that's why when, um, you have a heart, it, when you have a heart attack, you feel pain down your left arm. That's where you're feeling it. All right, there we go. There's so some hot medical facts from Alex. so the show decides to take a a break from the action to go back to the to which storyline? Julian, Julian Kirsten. Yeah. They're, oh yeah, they're, they're in the limo coming home. The stretch. Yeah, Julie shares a little story here, which I thought was pretty uh, telling. She says. When I was little and a limousine would drive by, I would always try to see through the tinted windows to see who the people were inside, what kind of life they lived, glamorous and lucky. You're probably in there staring right back at me, which means I've been jealous of you since I was eight. And I think this does a good job of like setting up her character, but also doesn't excuse her for being like a horrible person the entire time. But like you can kind of see why she is that person so obsessed with being like glamorous and rich now. Yeah. Yeah, I like <clears throat> they 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 do a lot of that of like, hey, you know, Julie's was really poor when she was young, and like that's why she so viciously holds on to like this lifestyle. Well, do we know if she was like poor or was she just not like she was like super white trash like these people? I think she, she was, was like, like she was like Chino. Like, she was she was like yeah. Ryan poor. Yeah, which I mean, I'm um, gonna say is like, uh, frankly, like regular. Yeah, that's what I'm trying like to say. It's not, yeah. class, it's not like, like she was like homeless, you know. No, no, she yeah, wasn't. No, she, she wasn't, wasn't homeless. I guess we're I talking know, they, about they things at like, scale, right? Like, because given the opulence at which we see these these noopsies uh, live their life, and how quickly Ryan, frankly, adapts to it. Yeah, poor yeah, in I mean, comparison to their their lives. Yeah, it's just like all those attempts to to make Julie any at, at all sympathetic are totally lost on me. Like, she's yeah, I, I'm, I'm not, I have no sympathy towards her. Yeah, um, the and you know, um, and so Jimmy gives Julie the choice of like, hey, basically, like I could go to jail and you guys keep the house and stuff. Yeah, that's, the, that's the very end of the episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I'm skipping the the last interaction in the hospital where yeah, we're Ryan hospital, calls, yeah. calls Marissa. Um, yeah, everybody's checking out on good guy Luke, seeing, make sh- making sure he's going to make it. He's, he's a good, staple of the community. Yeah, he's the captain of the water polo team. I think he yeah, plays soccer. The, too. the show kind of <laughs> sure. Yeah, Marissa goes to visit good guy Luke, and uh, we don't see that this episode, though, do we? Right? Yeah, we do. Do we? Yeah, no, because okay. Ryan yeah. Ryan calls her, and he Ryan's like, "Well, I can wait around," uh, and. They don't show them, like, talking or anything, but they yeah. show her entering his room. Um, okay. And I thought it was really great how they kind of framed uh, these two opposite scenes of both Kirsten and Julie getting back. Because you see Kirsten comes home, and then Sandy's like, oh, I was miserable without you. And then uh, they, like, have a romantic scene. And then Julie arrives, and Jimmy says something to her, and she immediately responds with, did you win the lottery? Yeah, right. Okay. And then Jimmy basically lays out what John was saying. To where they can either liquidate their a- their assets and start all over as a family, or they can declare bankruptcy. He goes to jail for eight to ten years, but he says it's up to Julie. And we all know what Julie's going to choose. Yeah, China. Yeah. See you in prison, y'all. China. She, she, Julie chooses China. Who would have thought she was a communist? No, and China. Then, China. The horse. Really great... The alopecia horse. I know. Thank you. I know. China's a pretty pony. There's a really great scene. Between Seth and Ryan at the very end of the episode, it's such a good Seth scene. Says, 
I do think from now on, though, we got to stick together because united, we're unstoppable. But divided, it's like and people then Ryan interrupts. He says people get, get shot. shot. People get shot. Yeah. Um, yeah. People get shot by you, Ryan. <laughs> like you're the you're trying to fix things, and you shot you shot the guy. <laughs> Poor Luke, man. He comes out with some fucking. It was, battle you know what? He, it was an accident. I'm not going to blame Ryan for that. I, I still cool guy Ryan. He's still doing fine. So I'm actually it's, like, it's been, not Ryan's fault, but he didn't help the situation. I've been super impressed with like their ability to like kind of be con- you know mind co- continuity, like especially with their turns of phrases. But we need to look later in the show and see if Luke has a a, a bullet wound in his uh, big ass arm. In his big beautiful arm, gorgeous arms, well defined arms. <laughs> <laughs> Is his water his polo lifting water arms? Yeah, he has, um, he has nice biceps. Al, he does a great job of acting when he gets shot too. Like the like, because he looks like a, a a person who was trying to be tough who just got shot. Because he's like just completely humbled by the the bullet wound. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> yeah, bullets. Yeah, that's, that's terrifying. My one weakness. How did you know? <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> I uh, yeah I I would be terrified if I got shot. Um, <laughs> oh gosh, I'm no! It seems bad. it seems really horrible. Like I've never been stung by a bee. That shit sucks. Yeah, I imagine it's that's like getting shot. It's like that, except it went through your whole body. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> um. So Any uh, other notes? yeah, so I have one. So this is where this is the episode where I I first think of the uh, the OC drinking game. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so any anytime Perfect. somebody like runs into another character and says, "Hey," uh, you take a shot. <laughs> so you get drunk. Okay. You get real drunk. Um, you would have taken five shots through the course of this episode. Jesus Christ! Hey, I wrote my my last note was just uh, when Donnie pulled the gun and Luke got shot. That was when I was like, "Man, fuck this show is dramatic, <laughs> dude." <laughs> these parties are yeah. fucking crazy like you think cops would start yeah, cracking dude. down on this shit like you think people would throw less crazy parties if this like was a regular like none of these end well yeah, yeah exactly like this least, always goes bad at least not since like ryan came around it was probably like totally fine before he was showing up just like regular teenage debauchery and then ryan just like ha- gets houses caught on fire and shit afterwards <sighs> And yeah, he's just bur- he's burning the whole town down, is what we're saying. He here. really kind of is. Like he, he he says something about that. Like sometimes I feel like I'm just bringing harm to this area, and it's like you kind of are. Ryan. No, dude, seriously. Like I'm not saying things were great before you got here, but like Luke never got shot before. Like the only yeah, person right? who has like had a positive impact upon is Seth. Like Seth's the only like winner here. Yeah, I, I know, but they're all, right. they're all hot having take. A positive is this show actually about Seth? <laughs> um sure yeah sure sorry i've got the next episode playing in the in the on my second monitor and i just we need to get to that because wow that lady's pretty yeah that's a pretty yeah, lady was, i have literally the same situation going right now as well <laughs> she's super pretty then, yeah that that's a very pretty pretty person um so it's a hot grandma she's a hot grandma so i guess that oh man yeah. we sh- <laughs> that's the tease for the next episode next week on the bro c hot grandmas 
Caleb Nickel. On next week's episode, we discuss if we would fuck our own grandma if she was that hot. (laughs) (laughs) The answer is an emphatic no. Uh, (laughs) So, (laughs) like a step-grandma? Yeah. Okay, yeah. 100%. No, if I was Ryan Atwood, and it's not like not my... Wait, no, but you're... Okay, we should save this for next episode. Jesus, Tyler, thank you. Tyler, that was by far the the funniest thing that has happened on this show yet. Oh, my gosh. Uh, So, actually, I think that is... That's kind of like words... Take that for next week, audience. Um, That question. Write us. With your answer, if you would fuck your own grandma if she was as hot as uh, Caleb Nichols' yeah, we, girlfriend. we won't be able to read them until the next time we we record, but... but see, we don't tell people that we're time traveling. I could always read the letters to myself and edit them. We're not going to go into that. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, write us in at uh, letters at thebro-c.com and let us know if you would fuck your grandma hot or not. Um, you can follow... <laughs> Don't, don't forget to use the appropriate hashtags good guy Luke if you're on good guy Luke's side and hashtag bad guy Luke if you're on bad guy yeah, Luke's side. Yeah, we will be getting that. We will be getting good guy Luke trending like a motherfucker. Uh, remember the first oh, episode yeah. when I was like, I'm going to try to keep us away from an explicit tag? Yeah, no, that died that immediately. That died immediately. To, to heck with that stuff. It's, it's, more, it's more freeing this way. I'm, yeah. Fine. We can talk about fucking grandmas. So, um, so with that, um, yeah. you should follow uh, um, Alex on Twitter. He's at at alfighter27. You should t- fo- also file, follow Tyler Treese or file Tyler Treese into your uh, folder with with good Twitter accounts at at Tyler Treese. Um, follow me and follow me into. I think the only Twitter list I'm on is uh, is something like SJW Shills. Yeah, somebody put me on a list called SJW Shills. Um, That's so good. So, did you go to like a cocktailian to get that sorted out? I mean, real talk, I'm a shill, right? Like, I go on video game podcasts and talk about how great Microsoft products are. So, um, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at at @HeyJohnAnderson. There's one H. It's in the word Hey, not in John. down with the H and John, and uh, and you can find us at the dash the bro dash Oh man, I'm still terrible at em- uh, ending these episodes. The bro dash com. So yeah, next that, week that that dash is a hyphen. Yeah, now don't write the word dash. Also, don't write the word hyphen. Yeah, and don't use the m dash. That will not work. You know, I think the great thing about me now putting uh, the end of the episode on uh the end of the the oc episode on the end of the brosy episode is it makes it a little less awkward for me to end because i don't know what to say and the episode's over never thought the day would end here i'm sorry man you had a hand should have brought Donnie to that party it was my fault it wasn't for me i never would have met him luke would be in the hospital Ever since I got here, everyone's life's just gotten worse. Not everyone. I was thinking about it in that ambulance. I'm so gone. Back to Chino, or worse. Well, you're not going anyway, so don't worry about it. I do think from now on, though, we gotta stick together because united, we're unstoppable, but divided, it's like people get shot. That's what I'm saying.